All right, we're recording. Yes, sir. Welcome, everyone, to the Rink Rat Report podcast. We are actually back recording for the first time in a couple of weeks. We took last week off, but we did put out an episode, a good episode. Oh, yeah. Last week, the top 25, 20 to 25 skiers, I don't know, whatever, list last week. As always, joined by Josh and Jason. How's it going? It was yeah, vacation week is done. We're, we're back. We're back. How oh, are yeah. the vacations? Great. Very good. Did you guys think about hockey when you were there? Yeah, yeah I'm on. Did. Yeah, of course. <laughs> obviously. Had obviously. to keep... Uh, tried, to, tried to get away, but obviously didn't work out. Anyways. So, because there has not been... Well, there's been some news since we, we kind of signed off last. I mean, John Klingberg to the mm-hmm. Anaheim mm-hmm. Ducks, one year, $7 million. That was kind of an interesting one. Especially considered we considering the rumor that the stars offered him what seven mil AAV over eight years or seven yeah. years yeah. at the beginning of the year. Yep, his agent said no. He went to market, couldn't get anything close to that. Fired his agent, and then ends up with one year seven mil. It seems like at least this year, a lot of these guys would have better would have been better off just staying with their team in terms of maximizing earnings. Like yep. I, like the well, UFA market for the top top guys has not been. Like it's been for, like I think for a Trocheck or a Cop, it's been mm-hmm. Ryan good Strom. for those guys, Ryan Strom. But for like Goudreau, I don't think his market was nearly as hot as he thought. Klingberg, his market is was clearly not even close to what he thought. I think Kadri might be end up in a similar boat, mm-hmm. where he probably makes slightly less than what he thought. Maybe he didn't even have a chance to go back to Colorado, but. It's just interesting. I'm trying to remember some of the other top guys, like Forsberg. Maybe, you know, maybe that was the right move, taking eight and a half and going. Or what do you take nine and a half? Something. I think so. Nine and a half going back to Nashville, right? So, who knows? Because some of these guys are kind of getting getting screwed over. Yeah, and if you look at the players who got who signed a year before, like the, the year before their contract would have expired, they they seem pretty well off. Like the Joneses, the yeah, even though, yeah. The Rileys. The UFA, yeah. Yeah, the, for sure. Yeah, look at this market. Four by two. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's not a lot. Like, who was giving Riley eight and a half million in this market? Seven and a half. Over, no, eight, over, over eight. Over seven, though, I'm saying. Eight and a half over seven? No oh, eight and a half over seven. Yeah, that makes sense. No one. Uh, no nobody could have. They could have. They probably could have squeezed them to like a six and a half. Yeah. Probably. Probably even less. But hey, they like them. They locked them in. It's good. But... Um, yeah, I agree. Like, maybe that's the thought process for Calgary. Maybe, we'll, like, with their mm-hmm. recent signing. Yeah. Yes. You guys want to get into the signings? So there, there, was sure. like a, there was a couple. I think the best way to do is just go kind of going through each one, just bang it off quickly because there's, like, 26 signings since we last signed off at, of, of over 1 million. So A lot of RFAs. A lot of RFAs. Yeah, all the RFA arbitration deals got figured out. Yeah. Exactly. And some UFA extensions, starting with the biggest one. No Sandine, though. Yeah, no Sandine. Holy smokes. Don't even get me started on that one. Every day I ask my friends, when is he going to sign? But um, when yeah. are they going to trade a D? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Who knows? How are they going to tr- like? I guess D is not really that much of an issue. But how are they going to trade Alexander Kerfoot, especially with the market? That why would they trade Alexander yeah. Kerfoot now? Whatever. Let's Anyways. get into it. <laughs> yeah. So They're first, over the cap that would be yeah one of the reasons why. But yeah. But who's replacing <laughs> in the top six? Not Sonny Milano. I'll tell you that for free. When they sign, I'm not gonna laugh. Yeah, that seems like the guy that'll sign. But Sonny Milano yeah. to the Leafs, I'll have to cheer for him. <laughs> okay, go go ahead. Jason. Yeah. So, coming off the topic of like guys who signed one year before UFA, Jonathan Huberto signed his extension with the team that just traded for him, Calgary Flames, 
$84 million deal, eight years, $10.5 million. Guys, quick thoughts. Let's hear it. Playmakers, um, uh, they preserve better, I would say. So that passing ability is not really going anywhere. I think that offensive ability, even into his mid-30s, is still going to be 60 points or still. So you're still going to get that offense out of him. The rest of the game, obviously, into the later years will go to shits. I do feel like if he went to market at age 30 years old, especially even after a good year, I mean, is he getting 10 and a half by eight? I don't don't think so. Double digits for eight years. I think unless you're like elite McKinnon Mm -hmm. Matthews, you just got to sign it. Like that's a no brainer. Because all it takes unless, unless of course Columbus, Ohio comes knocking at your door. Well, that's beautiful. I mean, that's kind of really why this all happened. Right. Backtracking. I think Calgary felt a little embarrassed by Johnny Goudreau, for sure. Because, again, I would have. it's not like uh, you've made this point very, very well over the last couple of weeks. It's not like he spurned them for, you know, Philly, which is a big city, New York, even New Jersey. Like, it's Columbus. Columbus has never signed a free For game. less money. For way less money. <laughs> way for less thir- money. I think $13 million Something total. like that. So I think this is also an optics play for Calgary, which mm-hmm. maybe you may say, oh, that's not how you should run your team. But in this situation, it's kind of – it's the right play. Like they had to lock in a guy who they perceived a star player. We said he's a top twenty player in the NHL. He did. Is it a little rich for eight years? A hundred percent. I think. Yeah. I think anyone would. Admit I thought that. it was going to get like in the fifties, like ten, but by five years. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Something I, like that, because then, like, by the time he's at the end of the contract, he's still going to have some playing playing ability and whatever. But like. You know, you get into 36, 37, 38. That's, those are some dicey years, especially at 10 and a half. I think it's an interesting argument to make. Who was better at the point of signing these deals, Jonathan Huberto or John Tavares? One's a center. One, I yeah. Mean, it's, it's, it is it's, very, very interesting. At, at the very least, I would say they were probably in the same tier of NHL mm-hmm. players. Probably. But Huberto's significantly better like in the years leading up to his ufa deal i think Tavares, not that he had slowed down but he had some hotter years in the beginning of his career mm-hmm. and then kind of he was settling into like a point per game slightly below slightly above huberto is smashing his his best years every year yeah. he's getting better and better so i think it's an interesting little comparison there that's no, a fair comparison yeah yeah i would say so as well so do you, who's better when they sign who's better when they signed yeah. probably huberto just by Age factor, maybe I don't know, but I guess Huberto's what thirty now. Feels a lot younger than that. Tavares but. signed two years younger. He signed mm-hmm. at twenty eight. Twenty eight. Okay. Right. Yeah. Eighty four mm-hmm. and twenty two is thirty seven goals. Sixty six and seventy seven the year before. Seventy and seventy eight. Eighty six and eighty two. Right. So yeah. Like was I, on team if Canada. you look at Tavares' best year stretch, it was from twenty one to twenty four years old, in my opinion. That's when yeah. he was like elite. On pace for forty goals that year, he got hurt in the Olympics. Was probably his actual like strongest, year. yeah, strongest year. 100%. But his best year is just his first year with Mitch Marner on the Leafs. So <laughs> that's the best year of his career. It's four, no that, career high in points goal. and goals. Simple. Forty-seven goals. Yeah. yeah, I would say so as well. Uh, yeah, he's had some weird stretches with the Leafs, but I mean the the production looks fine. Anyways, uh, I, I I have a tough time. I, it's very very close. I would say they're in the same mm-hmm. tier. Yeah. so to speak. Um, but I, I think the point, uh, a point that's really important, that's kind of like not really to do with that debate, but again, like you touched on it earlier, and I think I underplayed it going back to last episode, is that you're right. Huberdeau is going to age a lot, probably 
a lot more gracefully. I'm not as scared as aging curves, though, as you are, it seems. You you kind of think that once you hit, like, 30, then, like, your your knees fall off, (laughs) and by 35, you should be purchasing a casket. (laughs) That's the the kind of sentiment I feel from you. There's always outliers. Like, I think Joe Pavelski, over the last two years, you could argue, is playing the best hockey of his entire career at 36, 37. Mark Giordano seems to preserve well. Yeah, it it really depends, but I think age curves are good to follow because yeah. it's usually yeah. pretty correct. But you also look at, then you look at Andrew Ladd and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, David cool. Backus, David Backus. Like some of the, I think you could probably pinpoint a type of player that doesn't for sure. age well for sure. Mm. But you got to look into it a little more. Yeah. A little bit of all we need. It. We need the physicals. Make those, <laughs> uh, make those public. What were we talking about? All right. I, we're, go, uh, any more touches on Huberdo? No, I think again, good, for, good for the market. Calgary's excited. Good for the GM to lock someone in. Uyghur's probably next. He is. He, didn't he sign today? No, that was no, a fake that was tweet. A fake. <laughs> oh, I got duped. Damn. That would have been a good But let's say it's that. around that number, six by six and a half. That's like a pretty fantastic deal for the That's Flames. Fair, yeah. no? That's good. Again, compa- Jason was comparing him to Morgan Riley, of course. Like. Yeah, per usual, huh? But. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good deal for them. I would have taken that, but we got duped. I really like say. that defense score. I really, really like how it stacks mm-hmm. up. Like really like it. A lot of depth and the goalie. Like yeah. I, I think I mean, they're a playoff team again. Yeah, they traded yeah. essentially not one for one, but like they swapped out Good Branson for Weir. Like that's yep. And they already had Nasty Um that's, that's true. Wow, yeah. that's a close trade. <laughs> um, but anyways, on to the next player on this the list of players that signed defenseman right right hand D John Klingberg one year seven mil to the Anaheim Ducks with thoughts on the we already touched on that a bit like, yeah we touched on it a bit earlier fired but his agent bit. overplayed the market it makes sense for Anaheim they had to get to the cap floor mm-hmm. actually it doesn't make sense if you're like wait they're not good why are they signing a big money guy but it does make sense to take a one-year bet easy easy flip at the deadline easy. like I I would say like right now it's a better than 50 percent chance he's not on the Ducks by March yeah right like so I mean, and, I, yeah. and he gets to go to recoup his career at a spot. He might play a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm just looking at like Anaheim's kind of decor. I mean, nobody. Shattenkirk. Who else? Yeah, That's like, only one. Okay, but look at it. Like Shattenkirk, Jamie Drysdale, Udo Vekanainen, who he's kind of young, but it's like, what the hell? Whatever. Josh Mahura. All of these guys are offensive defensemen. Yeah. Well, like, I, other than Uro, who's supposed to be a defensive defenseman, but he's still trying to find his footing in the NHL. They have no like pillar two way guys on their decor. This could be a total their, catastrophe for their goaltending. No, their team's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. Their team is going to have zero defense. They traded all those guys away. Like they they sh- probably should be bad. Realistically, yeah. they traded Manson. They traded. I Lindholm, wonder if that's their idea. They're going to try Raquel, to be, but, but then they signed Strom and Vetrano. So it's like, yeah. what is? I don't know. They do have to get to the floor. I think so. they want to be more competitive, though, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. It's they're they're in a prototypical like twenty to twenty fifth best team in the league, but actually they might be worse in in reality, mm-hmm. which yeah. might end up being good. Mm-hmm. Tank John Gibson's value and then <laughs> trade for uh, trade I, him away. Yeah, you're right. That is going to be rough for him. It's going to be insanely rough. Like I, I just look at every single guy on this roster. And I'm like all these defensemen suck at defense. There you go. Yeah. I, am I? I don't know. Yeah, no. But that is a good point you made. They, they traded Manson and they traded Lindholm. And, I mean, look at the difference. Manson in Anaheim versus Manson in Colorado. Yeah. Night and day difference, right? So yeah. it's like 
I don't, I don't think that John Kling, I think like one year, seven mil is like a great value kind of deal, but is that the right defenseman you're looking for? For them? No, that's why I no, said like from a team Unless he can change no his game. No, it does. I don't think they give a crap. Yeah, how he plays. I don't, I, I don't really yeah. don't. I, think I they, really don't. They just, unless they're crazy. Yeah. I think they want to start winning some games, though. But then they would have given them five years, not yeah. one year, right? I know. I think this is the type of move that makes hockey more fun because, like, I don't, I think 100% he's gone at the deadline. Like, I could already see his season at the deadline. He'll have, like, 25 points, maybe five goals, be, like, minus 15. Yeah. But, like, solid power play numbers, and then mm-hmm. they flip him for a first round pick. Yeah. Is he playing PP1? Or are they 100%. Connected? I assume so. Over Drysdale? 100%. Dreisel didn't play. Did he play PP one this year? I'm not sure. I can't remember. But you'd think. I mean, I, I would think so. Yeah, but yeah, who knows? I I don't think Klingberg signs there without knowing he's playing PP one. Makes no sense for him. Yeah, that's that's true as well. But then do you get into a uh, Tyson Berry Morgan Riley sort of situation? You remember that a couple of years ago? Yes, but again, they both like, those they, guys suck. They should, but also like they should just suck too. And I should mm-hmm. just suck. So. That's true. That's true. So. Okay, let's get a little more rapid fire. Yeah, I'm surprised time. Jason didn't bring up the would you rather have Klingberg for one year at seven mil and then for, for this Riley. for the, your mini window versus Riley because I think that's a fair question. Yeah, would you? Let's hear. You brought it up. I would. Again, it will, it, for the, if you're the Leafs, you would take that because again, what yeah, do you what do you need? Term. Right, right hand year. Do you? Need but there's no way to know that he'd sign that. Of course, of course. I of think course. a lot of good teams would take that, but the problem is they they have no, no one cap, has cap space, space exactly. But um, the most difficult thing to do right now is. Yeah. Uh, Move move out cap space. Yeah. So love it. We'll on, to, on to the next one. Favorite our a fan or fan favorite. One of our favorites, Andrew Mangiapane. Mangiapane got the bread. The bread man got the or not the bread man. So does that walk the up to free bread. agency or does that yeah, buy so one he, free agency year? He got a three year deal at yep. five point eight mil per year. He's twenty six right now, so I believe he gets that's one UFA year ticked off. I think so. Okay. Like, he gets he covered two RFA deals in one It's just unfortunate you couldn't extend him long term because mm-hmm. he is a very good player. But is it I, that good value for only three years though? I I, I was just talking in terms of the cap hit. Oh, okay. but even for th- yeah, I get. But for three years, like three years, no. It, it's you were put in a tough situation there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's that's way like not way over market, but over market. They probably should have. I think if he was if it was a one year deal, would have gone more RFA. Would have been back to RFA. Yeah, with arbitration. one year would have been back. I think. Mm-hmm. I think so. I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but that makes sense. I think so they were just playing the window. We'll mm-hmm. call it kind of yeah, thing. Like, I think that's, I think that's, that's a good fine. point because so I think where it's like, do you want to bring him back for one year when your window is kind of two to three? And then risk, oh, I don't know, is la- ne- the next year going to be his last year? How much cap space is he going to eat up? I don't know. I think they just kind of said, yeah. screw it. Like, this is our window. We're all going to get fired if <laughs> uh, in two years if this doesn't work. So I definitely don't think like there was, that's definitely not a discount, though. Like, that's a, no, I think that's, that's a pretty shrewd deal there. Yeah, but he also Sam's, almost – he got – I think how many goals did he score? 38 this year? He almost scored 40 yeah, goals. I agree, but – We'll How many see did he, he get the year again. before? Yeah, yeah, but he's always been a good shooter. And anyway, yeah, he, he has. Could, I agree. He could he could also be that type of player that we talked that we touched on earlier, where he might not be the one that ages gracefully, right? Because he is a well, he's only twenty six. So. Yeah, I'm talking about after. His Why? Three because of deal. his hairline. <laughs> Come on. No, I, I agree. It's a good. Talent, it's good because he's a good player. They brought yeah. him back. Good for them. I'm just saying, no discount there. Yeah, I, okay, bang yeah. on the money. Fair, fair enough, or, or a little bit more than you would like at three years. No, I think yeah. that was bang. We said in a few a while ago. What do you give? 
Yeah, we said a half. Five, yeah. But I think we had more term. But I don't know. You're right because the window termed early mm-hmm. at this point out the window. Try and win within the window. Windows. Yeah. Okay. Um, windows and doors. <laughs> Go. Uh, next one, Jesper Bratt, one year, five five point four five million dollars. Takes him back to our twenty three years old. Takes him yeah. back to restricted free agency. Oh, yeah. So he'll have. What's their beef beef with this guy? He was great this year. Maybe know. they're trying to figure out if he's a one year wonder or not. I don't know. Ooh. But he was really good. He was decent the year before that. So yeah, I mean, just the the risk is then does he pop off? Because yeah, yeah. we'll see. He we'll might see. pop off. Yeah. He might they might be off. playing this. I think he is a very good player. They might be doing this dance for a couple of years with him, or they yeah. might just end up trading. But him. That, that's so weird. Like that's like trading to bring. I don't know. Yeah, I, just, like I don't get it. I tried to. I would have tried to lock, lock him, him up. this year. Yeah, six, seven, eight. Would you have given an eight, him an eight by eight? No, no. no? That's what they gave Hughes, wasn't no, no, no. it? Yeah. No, I would. I would. I'm just curious. I would. I would look at the Nylander Ehlers levels, mid sixes, six and a half, seven. For, for six, five years, yeah, something yeah, like that. That makes sense. So yeah, one year, no. Just kick the can down yeah, one more see, year. See you next year. Would you have year. given him like a Fiala deal, which is seven and a half for five? Was it? I don't know. I can't remember. I think That's it was. I think Fiala it was a five year fun. or six year Fiala. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was like like right now or his previous one. Right now, he signed for. Eight. I thought he signed for seven or eight. Signed for seven and a half for eight years. I think so, six. Seven point eight seven five for eight years. Six, I think. Eight, six years. Six One, years. Two, three, seven years. I'm so bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, probably less. Seven. Yeah. Seven. Less. Yeah. I think that'd be all right. Seven by seven. It's, yeah. But there's. I wonder why they have questions. Though. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see on that one. Next one. Next one is a fun one. Lawson Kraus, five years, four point three million dollars. This one was signed. I mean, honestly, fresh, it's the Coyotes. They need to get. I, to the they're never going to be they, good. They're literally never. See, gonna like, be good. what what I don't get is why sign a guy like this when, like, again, you could have claimed two goalies off of waivers last year who can get help get you to the cap floor. Like, this guy is not a needle mover in any sense. You're just over. You're just creating your own problem when you could have just. I don't know. Anyways, I don't think there's any analysis on this one. I think everyone can agree that it's a drastic overpay. And that just doesn't make sense to them. I don't know. Maybe he's also selling tickets. <laughs> he had a good year. He had a very good grit maybe, grinder yeah. year. He loves to throw the body, loves to get physical, scored a good amount of goals in 65 games this past year. But it's like... They gave him like a Tom Wilson type mm-hmm. deal without any production at all, really compared. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. They got to spend money somewhere. So Yeah. Um, all right. Next one. Pavel Zaka. One year, three and a half mil. I don't think anyone knows who this guy is as an NHL player. I really don't. Or like what he is, you mean? Yeah. I I don't know. So that's yeah. why, again, just kicking the can down yeah. another year. Like, we'll see what happens. And he's a UFA after this year, so. Really? Yeah. Wow. He's only, t- he's 25 going into this but he's, year. But this might be his eighth year in the league. Wow. Holy smokes. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah I don't, he's played six full years. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they think Maybe that he can, he can figure it out with like uh in a smaller role, or maybe I don't know. Well, now that they brought back Krejci and Bergeron, he probably doesn't have to play. I, I wonder. C. Well, I wonder. He does, if, definitely doesn't have. To I wonder play if that C. was their plan originally, because Hollow was their two C hole uh, for last year, and they sh- shipped Hollow for Zaka. So and they have um, Coyle on the roster. Yeah, that was a tough so one. Where the hell does his guy play? Third, I think. I think he was the third third, third line, line center. center. I think they want him to keep him as third line center. I don't know. The professional scouts that came up with this trade to to, to flip Hollow for him. 
they better hope this works out. Yeah, yeah. It's a definitely an interesting. <laughs> because. Three and a half, not cheap. Like, no. I don't know if his production warrants for three a, and a half. Yeah. For a, is this guy playing center? Is he a power forward? Does he. He's really like a, like a fish out of water. Like, I, nobody knows where he fits. Like, we'll so, see. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Definitely uh, an interesting one. Yeah. Go on. Uh, next one, Jonas Siegenthaler, five-year, 3.4 mil. What do we I, like? I think yeah, everyone I like liked that. That, that was like a, just universally like deal. Solid. Yeah. We talked about we talked about him last uh, two episodes ago. Good defensive defenseman. Uh, I think like fits well with New Jersey. And the going rate for some of these like defensive Tall. D on the market. Tall. What What did Tucker Pullman go for? Like, what did Good Branson go for? Like. In comparison, that's a pretty solid deal. And he's much better than both of them. Yeah, even if he like takes a step back from last year's like really good year, he probably still like and you he's, said. He's not. He's not old. So. No, exactly. He's probably gonna, he could take a step forward. Yeah. Go on. Like you look at some comparables. Oh. Sorry, I'm just gonna throw some out there. Like the next guy on the list might be Mario Ferraro, mm-hmm. and like I think Siegenthaler's proven to be a better player than Mario Ferraro. So oh yeah. Far. Yeah, I think Mario Ferraro plays has, a lot. Yeah, he's the. Minute, but how he's game. done in those minutes have not been the I hottest. I don't think the results are great, but I think like the system in San Jose could be better around. I, I like I like Mira Ferraro's tools. Yeah, why don't we just some of the, some of the things I've heard about his off ice as well? I really just just makes you appreciate the effort. But what does that have to do with the contract that he signed compared to a guy you so don't, you don't personally know and have his uh, off ice tendencies? <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, I don't personally know. <laughs> but like Siegenthaler was like a yeah. top percentile defensive defenseman this year, and they I signed understand. the exact yeah. same dollar. Yeah, on a way oh, an even worse defensive system to you in New Jersey. Yeah. So for, I, yeah, go on. got four years, three point two five. So just a hair under on AAV, but one one less year. I think they're suring him a bit with how much they play him. Ferraro, yeah, absolutely. And they also play, like I don't know. How, it's not easy to be look good defensively at playing with Brent Burns either, which is, I believe who he played most of his minutes with. I think, pretty sure, but he um, did last year. I'm not yeah. sure about this year. And I'm not saying he's a bad player by any means. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I'm comparing like his other comparables money wise are like Matt Grizzlick, Marcus Peterson, Brendan Dillon, mm-hmm. Zach Whitecloud, Matt Roy. Like those Roy's good, but I'm just saying, like, in comparison for the what we think he produced, Siegenthaler was I thought it was a really solid number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then nothing also- against Mario Ferraro. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Give, give a quick breakdown of the Ferraro contract. I, I know you kind of did. Three, two, five over yeah. four. Yeah. Clearly, they really like him and yeah. they view him as a top four, potentially top pairing defenseman. Yeah. Right. I mean, they had they had Burns, and now they it's Carlson Vlasic, uh, who are both aging defensemen. I don't know who else is on their decor there. I don't know why I can't remember this. But, oh, Ryan Merkley is also like a prospect that they're probably going to try to work in. I guess he was a first-round pick at least. Um, Marcus Nudavara, he's whatever. I mean, I think they like him a lot, and they they probably are saying, hey, like we're going to play you a ton more these next four years, and then you got a big contract waiting for you. I think he, again – Better results would come with like more management. Like they're just throwing him to the fire. Like he's, yeah, Kale yeah. McCarr, which is not fair. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's like a Kale McCarr level. But if you played with him more structure and had more of a role, I think that those 
underlying numbers would be a that's lot a, better. That's exactly, but I think the yeah. physical assets to him are. But that's, really exa- like. that's exactly what I'm saying. Though. Yeah. The right. Like, I'm not saying he's not a good player. I'm just saying like he's that's a fine contract. Like he could easily over overplay that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I agree. But yeah. again, I, I like. Does he have offensive upside? Uh, it's tough to say. I don't know. I've never. I haven't seen a ton of them. So. Seen a ton of offensive yeah. upside, but that also hasn't been what they've his asked role. To do, right? but yeah, yeah. I'm know. just trying to th- think. It of just sucks because I also don't really like David Quinn as a coach. Yeah. Who they brought that in. That team is a a mess, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Well, they, yeah. New GM, new management, right? Three goalies with yeah. one-way contracts, but that are all getting paid over two million dollars. That are all still on the roster. That are all still on the roster. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I don't. Um, know let's move on from that though. But uh, kind of going off the list here, but I think these two players pair together really well. Obviously, Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci, they both signed today as of August eighth. Yep. Took one, discounts. Yeah, one-year deal, two point five AAV for Bergeron, Krejci, one-year. I ran the numbers, 370, I believe 374, 373. That's the amount of players in the NHL that are getting paid more than Patrice Bergeron mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, that's crazy. But uh, what, In terms of cap hit. Cap hit yeah, yeah. I think we know both who the, both of these players are. One interesting thing to note is if you're not too in tune with like the whole salary cap stuff, they got, they're getting paid on performance bonuses, which is an interesting little way of kind of pushing off the cap hit from this year into next year because if you're over, if you're at the cap this year your performance bonuses apply to the cap next year if they don't fit under the cap this year. So the real AAV uh the real value of the Bergeron contract is actually 5 mil. It's 2.5 million more than he's mm-hmm. actually getting paid, but what they're going to do is basically essentially push over that bonus into next year. So they're basically saying we're done next year either way, let's win this year. Which is interesting. Maybe you go get your ticket for Bruins last dance. I don't know. Native. Well, because who else is not signed for next year? Uh, Pasternak. So yeah. it, may, it may just it may really be a, a it's a real roller coaster. A year. One year, give it a go. But yeah, yeah that's great. I mean, it would, it's, it's good to have. <laughs> I mean, you lock up your first and second line center who are legit like a one-two punch. Even though they're they're old at thirty-six years old, Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci for only. Three and a half million dollars on cap hit. That's Austin's going to be good again. I really yeah. wonder what, how David Krejci's going to come back after a full year mm-hmm. not playing in the NHL, playing in uh, where was he? Czech League. He wasn't even a point of game in Czech League, which is really not good at all. Czech League is like just a, a hair above the ECHL in terms of talent. If so, you look at his team, though, like his team did not have any talent around him points wise. No. I. Pretty sure he's going to come back and be a pretty solid. And, player. I, and I'm I twelve hope. points in ten World Championships mm-hmm. games. And I mean, we just signed a guy because of his World Championships production. It wasn't even that good. So mm-hmm. he's going to be solid. Who, who is he? Was he not playing with Pasternak at the World Championship as well? Maybe. Probably. Right. Yeah, I'm pre- I, think so. I think. I think the idea here is that he's going to play with Pasternak. I think they're going to. Uh, yeah. Maybe break probably. up that because they broke up that Bergeron the perfection line a couple times last year. So I could I could see that happening. All right. And then, like, supplement, like you said, that very valid concerns about his offense, but that would just supplement it playing with Pasternak simply. So, yeah, both those guys, obviously, I don't know. There's nothing more to say other than fantastic deals for both. So, yay, Atlantic Division. Um, all right, next one. Miles Wood is a little weird one. Well, he's 26 years old, so I think believe next year he's a I free agent. I guess those hips are fine. Yeah. They, they don't lie. $3.2 million According for one year. New Jersey, I mean, we thought he wasn't getting qualified and that, he was kind of 
done because of just health issues. He used to, a couple of years ago, he was a fantastic player. He was one of those like middle sixer kind of guys where you're like energy, like did bring a little bit of offensive production as well. Scored 20 goals one year too. Right? Yeah, like, but then the hips just gave out and he he played three games last year. Yeah, I think they just, he's just not going to be on the team next year. They'll just sign him, see how it goes. They signed him, see how it goes this year. Mm-hmm. I think if this was one of those situations where they were more in play for like a Johnny Goudreau or something, they may not have qualified him. Yeah. But maybe they're thinking, oh, whatever, we'll just use him, maybe trade him. I don't think they'll sign him back. I think when you talk about a player that probably won't age that gracefully, especially with the injury concerns, I think that's probably a valid valid player to bring up there. But I don't know. I think I people think New Jersey will be good. Yeah, all, like he honestly was a really good player, but he only played three games. That's why we're like, how do you give a guy three point two million? Mm-hmm. Played three games, but he was year. injured for so long. He came back for three games and then got put back on injured reserve. Yeah, and I think the year before that, he was also injured for half of the year. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> where there's smoke or fire. Mm-hmm. I wish him all the best. I hope he has a great year, but it's a little bit. Uh, tough in terms of that contract yeah. I would say, because of the health especially like there's going to be a couple other wingers who are coming in after him at lower cap hits even some of them with even more term who we're going to get into in a sec who like you'd kind of probably rather have over him but yeah um yeah i like that analysis all right these two players let's bundle them together they're on the same team uh, any more uh oh, okay oh. sorry uh kyler yamamoto signs a two-year 3.1 mil uh million dollar deal and then yesi pulley one year three mil yeah, yeah bridge kind of, deals. Yeah, just standard kind of standard bridge, bridge deal for deals. their production, I would yeah. say. Yeah, you think either of them are going to get moved, or I guess the idea is that no, I, gonna... I think they they view them as like guys that could take a step, mm-hmm. and like will help to supplement their scoring because they didn't really have too too much. Mm-hmm. I would say. I mean, outside of Leon and Connor. It was it went one twenty yeah one twenty three one ten in terms of points one twenty three one ten and then fifty four and then Nugent Hopkins fifty and then after that it was Yamamoto at forty one yeah well Vander Kane actually Vander yeah Kane I, honestly miss. they have a good team this year yeah. yeah they really do they have a deep team they figured out their goalie their go- well, they got rid maybe. of some uh, maybe we'll see some interesting characters from yeah. the locker room yeah. Um or kept maybe an interesting character in the locker room. Um, but, yeah, I, lo- I look at their team. I think I think it's a, probably a pretty solid top nine there. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if those guys can kind of play up to what their earlier potential was. Is there any interesting other guys? Yeah, I, I want to get two more that are kind of a bundle, and then maybe we can yeah. do let's go quick. a couple quick hits. I was just going to say, okay, so let's let's just do this individually. Then. Nicholas Waugh. Uh, Five years, $3 million signed just today, a couple hours before this. Quick thoughts. Like, middle six guy, like, really good offensive yeah. impacts. Um, like, really, really good. Like, I like, like him. Almost elite offensive impacts. Um, but he's also playing in a tiny, sheltered role. Uh, it seems like uh, he plays, kind of has a lot of D-zone starts. Yeah, decent but, production. Hits a little bit. Yeah. Bigger body. Uh, trivia question. How did he end up on Vegas waivers? No, mm, I don't know. Traded for Eric Holler ah, a couple ah, years ago, which, which was viewed as a cap dump. Interesting. 
Wow. They got a good player. We've said interesting 400 times. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. They just keep giving. They give these out like they're candy, though. That's the only yeah. thing. And uh, he's, Yeah, he's going to be traded next year. The, the, I, well, pops, this, so. they're over the cap, are they not? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't know. Gun to my head, I'd say probably. Yeah, like, I don't really. You don't have to look. You can guess, but yeah, I don't know. The, like the amount of guys they have locked in at like these middle numbers, I don't know. It's Vegas, Vegas so. baby. You got you got to take your risks. Got to be a I don't know. Anyways, a risk kind of guy who had thirty nine <laughs> points last year. Rolling the dice. Sure. That's that's what I was looking for. All right, next yeah, put one. Put that on your marketing promo. <laughs> Matthew Joseph, two, this is my favorite two point nine five mil. This is my favorite four one. years. This is my favorite one. Yeah, I think this is like potential smash, like smash. Yeah, like he might have sixty points next year. Yeah, I would. I would yeah, fifty, fifty, sixty around. I, like I, I think the offensive production. But at two point nine, that's so. a that's like a thirty point guy, thirty to forty yeah. point guy. So well, we just sorry to interrupt. We just signed Engvall for two point one, two point two five, for one year, mm-hmm. where they're getting Matthew Joseph, twenty-five years yeah, old. He was over a point younger. a game in his eleven games in Ottawa. Yeah. No, like, this is a smash. This is like, especially if they envision him in the top six. That's a great deal. This is a smash. Yeah, yeah. He, I, I hate how much I liked Ottawa's moves. This yeah, it's, I hate it's annoying. It. Yeah, is there anything they did that you didn't like? Uh, I thought they could have addressed the deal a little bit more, that's but I fair. mean, they got that's Jake totally Sanderson fair. coming up. Mm-hmm. Who maybe, I think is going to be, a but pretty good maybe player. they're not done. Like maybe they're still sniffing around, right? Yeah, yeah, and we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, for the most part, unfortunately, yeah, whatever. All right, next one: Oliver Shillington, two years, two and a half mil. I mean, walks him straight to UFA, but yeah. like for the two again, years, it's, it's another really weird player that popped off this year that played really, really well. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the offense really comes to him this year, simply because. With that addition of Mackenzie Weger, does he get put in an easier role? Mm-hmm. I mean, last year was with Chris Tanna playing yeah. some pretty tough minutes, and he is—he's a guy that can wheel out he's, there. So yeah. you put him against like those fourth line guys. Yeah, this could be deadly. Well, he had eight goals and twenty assists at even strength for a, like good. eighteen minute defensive. That's really solid. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Without, he was on waivers. He was on waivers, really? Thirty-one. Really? He was on waivers at like the beginning of the year. I don't know. Or no, really. The year Jeez. before or well, the yeah, something. Okay. He was on yeah. waivers. Yeah. Definitely. Another fun player from Calgary who was on waivers with a different team but is a big part of Calgary. Can you guess who it is? Dylan Dubé. No. For a different team. He was on waivers for a different team. Yes. And he's on Calgary. And he's on Calgary. How much longer do you want with this one? Uh, Zadorov. Uh, no, I don't think he was on waivers ever. No? No. And he's not a big part of Calgary. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he is. See, they gave him $4 million. He better be a big part. <laughs> no. They get Backlund? Four? No. No. It was Jacob Markstrom. Ah. Uh, goalies. Yeah. A lot of goalies have Wasn't been on waivers. Goalies. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, I thought that one was fun. Yeah. Six years, six mil. Not bad. Uh, next one you got? Oliver Schilling. Or, sorry. Yeah. Ethan Bear. Just keep going. Like, this Ethan is, Bear, one year, two point two. Who cares? Yeah, great, good for who him. Who cares? Great. Yeah, like Mason, honestly. Mason Appleton, yeah, two, two years, years, two mil, two point yeah, one. Yeah, good. Capo, it's like an Engvall signing. Yeah, Mason Appleton. Capo Caco, two years, two point one. Pure bridge deal. Yep, bridge deal. Isaac Lindstrom. No, I want to talk about the guy on Nashville. 
Okay. Because like that's a guy I wish the Leafs oh. got at that number. Yakov Trenin for 1.7 for two years. 17 Is goals he this UFA? year. He's an RFA. I'm just saying. Like, oh, okay, yeah. That, that's uh, like the, a tidy. I do to... want to bring up Ethan Bear because I uh, real real quick. Um, he's a guy that you do notice every time you watch Carolina, simply because he skates very well and he can move the puck pretty well. For some reason, Carolina and even in Edmonton, they didn't take too too well to his game. And I did see that guy shut down line that we've mentioned so so many times. He put it very very well. Either he is going to be in the top four by the trade deadline, or he is going to be off the team. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is why they give him one year, two mil. Yeah, like exactly. it's just slots right in there. Yeah, exactly. All right, yeah, right. Trenton. Yeah, let's go to Trenton right now. Like just a big dude. He scored seventeen goals this year, mm-hmm. one hundred ninety-one hits. And also, like I'm looking his last year in the AHL. I know he was a little older, twenty goals in thirty-two games. Yep. Some of his Q numbers, he's been able to score, but I don't think it's a mirage. He scored seventeen goals. Like if you could trade him for, I hate bagging on Eng, but Engvall, but some like trade him for a guy in our bottom six would be nice because, I mean, he's well, his numbers are pretty good. He's he scored can score in the playoffs, six yeah. can't, and he's also an absolute pain in the behind to play against. Yeah. Like really, really annoying. And when you compare it to some of the UFAs, what some of the bottom six UFAs mean, I know it's an RFA deal, but he's like 25, 26. Mm-hmm. He's two years yeah. away from UFA, but yeah, you want? I like I like it. Yeah, I, like I agree, it. and I, I don't think it's I don't think you should. Not that you. Uh, I think it's a fair comparison to compare his con- this contract and this situation to Pierre, Pierre Engvall, Engvall yeah. because he was an RFA. He was just signed, and I get I get he was one year away from UFA, which makes it a little harder for the team to get term on it. But again, like you didn't get any term at like a pretty high number. Yakov Trenin, who is pretty solid defensive impacts for the past three years, which is kind of, it's like similar similar defensive impacts to Pierre Engvall, but he scored significantly, like not significantly more, but he seemed to have scored a better rate, and he hits which is like an intangible that we need in our bottom six. I think it's a great point you're making there with Trenton. But yeah. Solid yeah. contract, solid, solid cap con- hit. Yeah, or, and, and or then uh, anyone else? Or no, you, you good with that? And then, yeah, just quickly tip it. Two years, one and a half. Bridge to see if he's good for Philadelphia. Yeah. I just, you know, just Keegan Colasar, three yeah, years, 1.4 mil depth guy. Uh, Ryan Donato, yeah, that's good. one year, 1.2. And Danton Heinem, one by one. Yeah. Danton Heinem. Yeah, I, I like Dan. I watched a little bit of him um, in an airport. Had a couple of beers watching him too. So I, I like I like his how strong he is on the puck. Can be a little bit inefficient offensively though. But eighteen goals, one year, one mil, not bad. He's like yeah. so similar to, again to Pierre Engvall yeah. making half a mile. And money. it's hilarious because they didn't the the qualifying offer was I think hundred k more, and they didn't even qualify him. And they got him for less. So <laughs> it's kind of funny. But um, yeah. I think that's that's as opposed to Engvall, who's what was his qualifying offer? It's one point seven, something like that. They They just gave him more. Yeah, yeah. but I guess that makes sense. The boogeyman that is the arbitrator. arbitrator. But yeah, if you look at his, he almost had the exact same season as Engvall, like numbers wise. Did anyone go to arbitration this year? I don't even know. I should have looked that up before. I don't know. We're not going to look it up. Okay. Yeah. But um, shall we get into some yeah. bounce back candidates? Let's the do bounce that. back candidates. So each one of us are going to have to draft one forward, one D, one goalie, correct? Yep. We'll throw out some honorable mentions at the end. Um, yeah. Bounce back candidate, I guess, has to be someone who has had a good season in the past. Mm-hmm. Yep. Doesn't have to be last season, can be seasons before yep. that, yep. but someone you view as is going to bounce back. Henceforth, the name of the, the game. Uh, let's go first. 
Uh, I guess I'll 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 go first. We'll snake it this way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's start with forwards. Okay. So my bounce back candidate for this year is gonna be Jack Eichel for forwards. I don't know if that's I, a I, that's Biggest a low low hanging fruit, right. but again, injury riddled season last year and and the season before, people forget that two only two years ago he was a legit. People were talking as about him as like a top thirty NHL player. And top thirty, top ten, top, top five, 10. top five. Fair, Dude, I, I top, that's not that. Crazy. I don't know. I, I just he was eighth in heart voting that year. Okay, great, fantastic. Um, but yeah, he was fantastic player for the Buffalo Sabers. Ran into some neck issues, and he when he was back on the ice for Vegas, his played not great at all. I don't know if that's rust, what it was, but again, like I'm just banking on this guy's upside over everything, just because he's shown us how how good he can be and the level he can get to, and. Him with Vegas this year just wasn't it, and I'm just kind of expecting that most of that Vegas team kind of turns it around because they weren't weren't good at all last year. So yeah, yeah, he Jack might Eichel. just be kind of like the injury might just really hurt him. Who knows? I don't know because yeah. he was on we'll fire. But that's a pretty easy bounce back candidate. It's yeah. hard to argue that. Yep, yeah. I'm gonna go I'm gonna make a selection here. Oh, we're going the other no, you way. Go, you go, you go, you go. I want to. No, yeah. you go. To yeah, be okay. fair, we did. I go want that you one. to pick goalie first. That's why. Oh. <sighs> Uh, but when we get there, I got, I got one and this is more of a bounce back slash breakout too, because if this guy doesn't bounce back for his team this year, like they, he needs to force a trade out of there. Philly's management and coaching has been an absolute tire fire. Travis Konechny was on a path to being a legit top line forward. And whatever's happened the last two years, it's gone absolutely awry. Like, He's being healthy scratched in the COVID year. I don't think he was healthy scratched this year, but he, you know, he just didn't have a good year along with most of the other flyers. He played more, but that was almost out of necessity. Couturier got injured. They traded Claude Giroux. Other guys were in and out of the lineup as well. So he just didn't produce that well. Kevin th- Hayes was injured as well. Yeah, I think he should be in the right situation, a 25 to 30, 70 point guy that can play. 70? Yeah, I think he can. I 100% wow. think he can get there. Yeah. 100%. If you look like he was sorry to interrupt 61 points in 66 games, 2019, 2020, yeah, he was almost yeah. point per game. Right? And I, I really think it's just the overall way he plays. He, he can fit on any line. Really? He's a solid skater. He, you know, he's a smart player, good defensively, physical, kind of a pain in the butt to play against as well. Not the most elite goal scoring touch. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not, I don't think he's going to get to 35, 40, but 25 to 30 goals, 65 to 70 points. That should totally be in the realm of possibilities for him. Mm-hmm. And he was on his way to being there. And he's still only 25. It seems like he's been in the league forever, which mm-hmm. he has. This is going to be his seventh season in the NHL. I, I really think he, he's primed for a bounce back season. As long as Philly's on the right path. Because yep. with Torts, he's, got, he's a Torts player, though. How is he not Ooh, a Torts player? Yeah. You know, uh, like, but he, Was Dubinsky a Torts pa- player? They yeah. kind of clashed, right? I don't know. So it's like in in theory, yeah, it makes sense. He should be a torts guy, but yeah, who knows? Okay, that's a good that's a good I, I pick. I like that one. Yeah, it's, it's a, uh, not not one that I had deep, for sure. But I tried to go off pick. the obvious. I like ones it. It's a deep cut. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with an obvious one. I'm going to go with uh, defenseman. Wait, 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 wait. We're doing for, forwards, forwards, D, then forwards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. okay. Yeah. I still got one here. Uh, I'm going to go with Brock Besser. Okay. I mean, this year just. That interview, if you saw it, with, yeah. when they mentioned his dad, his dad passed away. I think it was due to Alzheimer's. Uh, just you really had to feel for him for what he was playing through this year. I, I cannot imagine at all. 
this is a guy that like the shooting percentage dipped, everything dipped. I think just this next year, he's going to have some, uh, he's, he's going to have, he's, he's going to go back to his goal scoring. Yeah. Ways. I kind of stayed away from that one. Cause of like the, the off ice reasons, but that's mm-hmm. a great answer. Like mm-hmm. that. I think he for sure bounces back with a much better year. Mm-hmm. He'll, you know, clear mind. They're put, humans. Yeah, they're yeah. humans. Exactly. Right? But it's like it, it gives some perspective because he was like kind of a whipping boy in Vancouver this year. Yeah. And you know, do they extend him? Do they not? But I think he's a solid goal scorer. He yeah. has finishing talent, which is worth something in the mm-hmm. NHL. Mm-hmm. He has the ability to score goals outside of the diamond. Like he can massive shot. It's what I'm saying. So that that's worth something. If like you know, Line got whatever, almost nine million. So. Presser's not line A, but he's definitely a goal scorer. So we'll see how he bounces back. Yep. I love that one. That was a great the one I thought, I'm surprised no one said that's Matthew Barzal. That was going to be wow. like a, yeah, such no, a, a layup one. one. That's a good one. But did he, how bad do you view his year? He I don't had 59 know. points in 73 games. Yeah, I guess. I mean, didn't that lead the Islanders though? Uh, Tim and Nelson were tied. Mm-hmm. Nelson had 37 goals, though. Anders Lee had 28 goals. Okay, I'll tell you off, Mike, but Brock Nelson just brings up a memory. <laughs> Anyone else? Any other honorable how, mentions? How about this one? A little close to home, John Tavares. Yeah, okay. That's, that's I not, hope no. he bounces back. Like, but not what expecting signs to bounce are... back. He's not a candidate. Fair enough. There are no signs. that we He's, just he's kinda... working on his quickness, he said. Yeah. So, that's just, um, in terms help. of forwards, I, I think Pierre-Luc Dubois, if you look at his shooting percentage this year at 5-on-5, five five, I think it was close to 5%. Mm-hmm. That's just brutal. I think he's going to have a little bit. The pressure's on this year, and I feel like he's going to relish in it. And um, I think he's going to have a, a, a. I know this year was his bounce back year from last year, but it still wasn't as good as what we expect from Pierre Luc Dubois, especially th- former third overall pick. He's supposed to be the cornerstone of Columbus. He needs to be the cornerstone of Winnipeg now too. That five percent shooting percentage to me was just crazy. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting one because I think that's actually the exact player he is. If not, he might be a little worse than he did last year. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. He had 60 points in 81 games, 15 power play goals. He's not going to score 15 power play goals again. That was like his Kreider year. He played like line. He played so like the worst version of line. 12% overall. So maybe he was shooting crazy on the power play. But his shooting percentage of five on five, I'll, I'll, I'll no, I, I, I'm, I believe you. I think that's fair. But I'm just saying, I don't know how much higher his offensive ceiling is. You know what I mean? Like, is he a mm-hmm. 70 to 80 point guy? I don't know. He should be, like you said. They're expecting mm-hmm. him to be that, especially with their aging top two in not, – not that Shifley's old, but Wheeler's old. Mm-hmm. Shifley's about to be 30 at the end of the year. So, Yeah. Because I like, – correct me if I'm like, – someone else can look this up, but I think his shooting percentages went uh, from 18, 19 to on. 13.51 at, at even strength. At five on five. 13.51, 13.04. 10.34, and then this year, 5.63. No, I believe you. So that's where... But maybe he made it up on the power play, and then that evens it out, so maybe I'm... Like, here's my thought. If yeah. he ends up centering Ehlers and Connor, like, yeah. he's he has to have more points. 100%. Yeah, yeah. So I think mm-hmm. that might be a little shrewd one there in terms of, like you said, they're relying on a more mm-hmm. contract here, so I kind of like that yeah. one thought. One guy I was going to put on, but I didn't, was Elias Peterson, just only because I didn't realize he Who? had Elias. Peterson. Oh, sorry. Peterson. I didn't hear what you said. Um, he had. I didn't realize he had 19 points in his last 10 games. He, <laughs> But I agree. He, he kinda, somebody in this room on the night of the tw- 2021 Super Bowl got into an argument with a very prominent Twitter account about 
Elias Peterson being better than Austin Matthews. That's funny. And since then, I think Matthews might have more goals than he has like points in two years. I'm not even, I wish I was joking. No, uh, he had Maybe. 68 points. And, 68 plus 20. But he didn't play the season before. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm yeah, just saying. no, you're right. Like, you're right. Yeah, I remember that. He does argument. have more goals. But like, that yeah. was really funny. That, that's not even in the same stratosphere. And that's no offense tough. to that account, they were never in the same stratosphere. No. Like, and I like Elias Peterson, but. Is that fight fueled by uh, something else? What? No. <laughs> fueled by great tasting less filling. Um, no. <laughs> Fueled by the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was, it was. Sure. <laughs> Um But, yeah, like 68 points for him. in a uh, Again, perspective. In a year where, like, the 80-point seasons were being handed out like candy in the yeah. NHL. It's 68. Yeah. It's 68. 68, right? And, like, if you take away – I know I hate playing this game, but, like, he – I don't know if you guys remember during the year, he was, like, not good. His, like, 19 points in the last 10 games really bumped up what was, like, a not great year for Elias Peterson. Yeah. Yeah, and also he is a centerman who I'm not sure is that reliable two way either, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're only putting up 68 points with that, the, he's got a bridge deal, right? Yeah. And he yeah. wanted a big big money. We'll see. Oh yeah. Because I think a lot of people point to the other part of that young Vancouver duo as a potential bounce back, but I actually think Jason's right. He Peterson needs to bounce back more than the other guy. I'm not going to say who it is in case one of you have him as a bounce back. I doubt it, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah. So another name I was kind of looking at here. I don't know what you're going to say about this one, but at one point he was a 20 goal goal scorer. He shot at 2%, I believe at five on five this past year. And that is Jakob Voracek. I just I, think that, I, I swear to God, I was thinking him. Yeah. I swear that is hilarious. It's 62 points. That's somehow, a great but answer it's like, though. Because what if better ends, team around? What him? if he's playing with, Goudreau, Goudreau 100%. or if Somewhere. he's playing with line a full mm-hmm. season, like that's I a just answer. thought it was just wild that he, he had the lowest shooting percentage at five on five out of all forwards that played more than a thousand minutes. I believe that, I like that answer. I think, yeah, like, I, what I, the like, hell happened on a power play with both your hands. Mm-hmm. He, he <laughs> might be playing the bumper or with, or wherever he'll be on the power play with Goudreau and line a like, he had a lot of power get, play points he'll get already, assists. but he'll, he'll get, get more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially yeah. those two guys. Any other toss-outs you guys have? Um, I think that's it for my forwards. You what about Yessi Pugliarvi? Yeah. It's potential. The potential is there. We just don't know oh. if he's ever – like. it's not a bounce back because he was never yeah, good. Yeah, I was going to say, is that a bounce back? No offense. Back? He was yeah. never like elite. But yeah. Yeah. He always showed the signs that he could be, right? Another but, interesting one. There's that word again, but <laughs> – Phil Kessel didn't have the worst point total this past year, but again, that's a guy that can shoot the puck. Yeah, yeah. And he we'll shot at he like five percent. I think where he signs will play a big hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's gonna be Edmonton. That'd be good for them. It would. Uh, Let's do yeah, defenseman. That's, that's what I got. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You I, I feel like this is a layup for a defenseman. Go for it. This is like fueled by kind of the COVID situation but jeff petrie had a horrendous year in montreal oh yeah traded to pittsburgh a lot of that was fueled he you know he made it made it very clear he didn't really enjoy his year in montreal his family struggled with it so i mean this guy's coming off being one of the better defensemen in the nhl Mm -hmm. the last three Mm -hmm. seasons so i think he bounces back to double digit goals 50 points maybe a couple norris votes in there because and again like Pittsburgh's a solid spot for him too. Yeah. So better team as well. It's like a perfect storm for a bounce yeah. back. Even though he's thirty five. 
I know. But, like, just think about, like, the training aspect. Yeah. Like, just the mental aspect of it as well. You're playing with Sid. You're playing with Gino. You're playing with a team that is invested and is supposed to make the playoffs these coming years. I think just from a mental standpoint, it's really, really going to help him. Yeah. Um, I I know he hit the magical age of 35. His knees are supposed to disintegrate. But I think just the no. mental aspect of, of being in a new situation where it's a, it's a lot more to his liking, that will really help him out. And I, I think they're going to lean on him for a lot oh, tougher yeah. even strength minutes to try to take a bit of a load off Chris Letang. Because, again, they need Chris Letang, who hit that magic year of 35, to last for, what, five, five more, more seasons? Years, yeah. So yep. And, and Petrie is, is no slouch either. Uh, pre-pandemic, 42 points, 46 points, 40 points, 12, 13, 11 goals. Even yeah. the pandemic year, 55 games, 42 points, 12 goals. Yeah. And then 27 points this, this year. And also, like, for sure, if you look at Petrie, he's been quite durable over mm-hmm. the last couple of years of his career. I know he missed some games this year, but basically didn't miss a game for five Four years seasons, there. Seasons, and we know, yeah. again, Latang is a very injury-prone player. So I forgot a forward, Anthony Beauvier. Damn it. Yeah, that's a good one. That was a good yeah. one. Shooting percentage just hit the floor this year, struggled a little bit. But anyways, that was a very good pick. Jeff yep. Petrie, I Thank didn't even you. think about him. Um, I'm going to go uh, Dougie Hamilton, like I said yep. last round. I know it's a huge layup. Just was revered by the stats community in Carolina as one of the best in the league. He got that fat contract from New Jersey. Just struggled with injuries, broken jaw, and whatever. New team for a defenseman that really does make an impact. That team was never really in the, a playoff hunt at all either, so that really does play a factor too. So, I mean, hopefully the goalies are healthy. With that new team, the, the team is going to be better than last year, right, too. So I think that will really help him. I mean, I don't think he's a, a 30 points in 60 Games no, and if I remember correctly, like kind of the time he got injured around the new year, it's like by the time he got back, they were out. Yeah. It was done. So, so it's like it was it was a tough little situation there this year. For yeah, me. but yeah. that's a pretty easy one. I yeah, think. I like that one. Very that's easy. yeah. He also yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. You're up. Um, if he doesn't bounce back, then there's that's that's trouble. Yeah, that's a problem. But. Yeah, I'm banking on him bouncing back. I had him at down as well. The another guy, I was going to go with Dougie Hamilton, but I have uh, Jacob Chitrin as my bounce back candidate for defenseman. Yeah, like he coming off of his career year, 41 points in 56 games. He kind of had an injury plague season. Arizona was obviously not the best. He started he off horrible. Was pretty yeah, and uh, yeah, just kind of injury riddled season. Kind of fell off the map. People kind of doubting him. I think he's a big bounce back candidate. I really don't think this is the player that he was. I think he's more the player last year than, than he showed that he's the player this year. Uh, especially if he gets in, yeah. traded to a new team, new scenery could help him out a lot. He I didn't think. play many games and his first, beginning of the season. I think he was trying to do way too much because they just mm-hmm. had nothing. Yeah. The first 11 games, listen to this stat line, 11 games played zero goals, zero assists, minus 18. Yeah, that's wow. rough. That's not good. No, that's not, not good. All. Especially when you're looking for a trade. Yeah. yeah, well, now that, I, now that I look at that, the rest of his season, which would be 36 games, 7 goals, 21 points, almost an even rating. Like, that's much better. But I think the biggest case in point to prove that Jacob Chikrin is going to not – is going to bounce back, quote-unquote, is that his value has definitely not gone down in the, in the, mm-hmm. tra- in the trade market. Like, people still, people still really want him. So, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a fine one. Do you guys like that one? Okay. Yeah. I, I just don't think he played that bad, but numbers right. wise, he, he did. did. Yeah. So if we're talking pure numbers, bounce back. That's a like, that might be the best. He one. led the he led all defensemen in five on five points the year before. Yeah, so that's had, where it's he like had thirteen goals. Yeah. In fifty six games at defenseman. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, Whoa, this bad. guy's such a guy. <laughs> I'd, I'd give up every prospect for so, this guy, honestly. I don't care what his name is. I'd give him up. Yeah. How like, funny is the, it? Did you, you know how who could have had him easily? Arizona traded their pick. I think it was pick they 18. They traded down. And they acquired Pavel Datsuk for, I think, whatever pick he was, which was the 16th overall pick. I think it was maybe 20th. So they, they Arizona got Pavel Datsuk. Hell of a player was not playing in the NHL though that year. Um, they got the 16th overall pick. I think Detroit moved down to 20 something, and they drafted um, Dennis Chalowski. Dennis Chalowski, who just did not pan out at all. Well, also Chikrin that year he fell compared preseason. He was a top. He five did. Projection. There was concerns about his hips. There was yeah. concerns about his like the, his ability to swivel his hips and the health of his hips there. But I mean, he was a top two player coming into yeah, that draft year. For sure. So. I guess the concerns there, but he's been a stud. Yeah. Ever since. Awesome. Kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Any okay. other honor? Let's, let's hear the honorable mentions. You guys have any, I'll start. Uh, I don't know if you, I'll, I'll start off. Always got to bring it back to the least. Jake Muzzin. Ooh, that was he, a good one. he was, ah. he was an absolute stud in the playoffs for us. He showed, it was almost like Jekyll and Hyde, his season compared to his playoffs. Uh, if he can just, not that he has to do in the regular season. Cause I think the least are fine with him the way he played last year, even though it was not good, but It'd be nice to see him kind of bounce back to the form that he was in pre-2022. Yeah, because people are saying give him away for free yeah, right which now. which is absolutely insane. This guy is, I think he's still a stud. I think he's, he showed us in the playoffs he can still, still has it, right? He scored two goals for us, which I love, and he's just played that shutdown role really well with TJ Brody. So mm-hmm. anyone That's else you guys one. have? I think you, you, you teased someone in the forward. Yeah, it's, well, Quinn Hughes, Quinn Hughes could be a decent one, but yep. I think... I think losing Tanev has hurt his development, but I think he bounced back this year. I think he played a lot yeah. better. I think he was more confident moving the puck up the ice, which is like the key for him. Like him, Heiskanen, and Makar after the ball, their rookie years were kind of all mm-hmm. in, in the bundle. same. And I think mm-hmm. the other two have maybe separated a bit. Well, Makar has separated. Heiskanen has separated from Hughes, and then Hughes is Hughes. just Hughes behind. Hughes is just kind of trending towards a very good offensive defense. Like a, the defensive game is not there at all. Like a more, he's got to figure that out. Morgan Riley type. <laughs> he's better offensively, though, obviously, like way better. Looks like yeah, it, yeah. But um, any any other D man you guys want to think of or touch on? It's got. It's I'm a little sure harder with D men, but. One or more of them, for sure. I I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on some of them. I, uh, I, that's like those he, are the ones I have. Hedman was an easy one last year. Last oh, year, geez, last year, just gave me the even though he was a Norse Norse candidate. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a guy like that who's like didn't have like a great analytical season who's just bound to come back and do well. But um, Drew Doughty bouncing back this Drew year. Doughty, that was, uh, Carlson light bounce back. Maybe he's on the way up now. Light, yeah. Yeah, you know, right. came up a little bit. I would um, say, Dowdy. I would say was more, but he got injured. So one interesting one for me is Provorov in Philly. Provorov, yeah, because his trajectory has kind of down. His tra- trajectory has been down. Mm-hmm. Like it's weird. He was huge down. He was so hot to start his career. Really, such a good player. Second year, seventeen goals, forty-one points. 
since then it's been re- it's been a struggle for him. Two years ago, in the COVID shortened year, he was very good again. Mm-hmm. Plays massive minutes. I don't know. Maybe the coaching change will help him though. So. Oh, I've got one. Uh, Alex Petrangelo. I know he was an All Star mm-hmm. this year, but mm-hmm. I think Alex Petrangelo's numbers were ugly. I think the physical form is still there. Bruce Cassidy coming in, probably going to be able to help him rein it in. Uh, better forwards available that are not injured all the time. I think that's also going to allow him to not have to do too, too much on the ice. Like last year, he was being forced to do too much on the ice, and it was just a disaster. So I think that uh, Petrangelo could bounce back nicely there. I think for him, when I look at his numbers, I'd rather him have less points and just play more of a regular role as a defenseman instead of being this like rover back and forth kind of guy especially as you start to get up there Mm -hmm. so like i'd rather in that age again i think shea theodore is much better suited for that role yeah and i think he could be a 60 to 70 point guy Mm -hmm. playing unleashed like that just put martinez and petrangelo together make that your true shutdown pair play theodore with whoever you want white cloud i don't care and that those are your parents not that complicated i don't know what they were doing last year we talked about it a million. Times. We saw it. We first saw it kind of sneak up on us in the playoffs. In the saw when Montreal beat them, in the playoffs. it was like if Pietrangelo or, or Theodore don't drive offense for them right now, nobody was going to do it. Mm-hmm. So again, healthy Jack Eichel, healthy Mark Stone, healthy Riley Smith. All maybe bounce back for William Carlson. Maybe that's a bounce back guy. But mm-hmm. hopefully, again, he could just play more of a regular role, like kind of like he did when. He was with St. Louis his last two years there. Yeah, exactly. Because he's not, he's not that guy. He's really not. No. His, he's always been a 40, 50-point guy. Not mm-hmm. a crazy like transition player, but they've made him unleashed, which has been Not good. Yeah. 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 That's not what you paid that big money for. It's mm-hmm. really not. You, just, you paid for the two-way game, not... Mm-hmm. You, you could have kept... What was his name that was there? Nate Schmidt to do that, if you want mm-hmm. a guy to yeah. just go up and down the ice skate. And, and that's an, another guy that gave away... That had to pay to give away. Right? No. Third they, round they pick, third but round his pick value, it, below yeah. market value, mm-hmm. didn't yeah. pay. True. But uh, um, any other? Maybe, maybe I don't know if this is like a bounce back, but maybe, uh, I don't know, but maybe Vince Dunn in Seattle. They were, oh they were terrible God. this year. What like, Wait, what? What? Vince Dunn. He had a good year. His, his underlying decent. numbers were not, not the best. I don't mm-hmm. know. Really? On, a te- to... on a team that was like, sh- like sh- strong in quotation marks defensively, analytically, but we just got shelled. Okay, what against. about this one? Brent Burns. Yeah, that's a good one. I had him originally. He's taking he's taking the, the Tony D'Angelo spot. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have more of a structured role in Carolina. I think he's going to be playing... If he plays with uh, Jacob Slavin... Then he's going to get Norris votes. Then, yeah. yeah, he's going he's gonna to tear the top off uh, this season. He had like, like a mini bounce back this year. Yeah. Not to like peak Brent Burns, but... Mm-hmm. 10 goals, 54 points. Yeah. But in like an inconsequential role, Mm -hmm. right? Like it it didn't matter what he did. But I agree. Like there's potential there, especially on the power play. They got some good net front guys. They got some good flank players. If he plays that PP1 like D'Angelo did, I don't think that's – I think he can fill that role easily. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was funny. Like just thinking about Carolina's defense, like everyone's like, oh, like goalies go there and they they play so well. And it's like, well, when you look at the defense – Ian Cole, Brett Pesce, and Jacob Slavin. I don't. I, I'm not exactly sure how good Brady Shea is defensively. He had a good year offensively this year, but those are three solid D 
defensive defensemen. Three of the and best then, last year. And then you can, you can plug in certain guys with like just some offensive talents or that are just okay. And that'll just that'll make the game so much easier for the goalie. Yeah. Right? So Like you said, I mean, people think Ethan Bear is a really solid defenseman. He didn't play for them in the playoffs because that's how solid he was. He was also injured a little bit. Was it that? I don't remember it. He was being... in a walking boot. Oh, okay. At the end. But yes, I know what you mean. They were they were solid. They were very solid. Yeah. He was definitely healthy scratch throughout the year, though, Ethan. Bear. Yeah, he was. He was um, for sure. But yeah, that's a good point. So Brent Burns, I think, in that role. I like that one. I was actually yep. debating Brent Burns or Dougie Hamilton before. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I forgot to write these down. Yeah, no, I, I I wrote down Burns was on my list, but I deleted him for the for Muzzin and Chitrin. But um, Muzzin's a good one though. Yeah. I want to hear the goalie from Joe. This is there's one that I think it's like a layup. Like, yeah. Like such a layup. You gave me a weird look. I don't know. You maybe you disagree. I wonder if we're thinking of the same one, but yeah. Let Joe let's see. Let's Joe, what's, what's your Do you want to take the layup? Is, uh, or you want to be like no, the smart? Don't, no. You, don't You want to be like uh, Billy Bean. This is a <laughs> I don't love the defensive structure of the team he's going to. If this guy says Matt Murray, I'm going to lose <laughs> it. Um This, I'm looking at him like, is it really a bounce back? What is he bouncing back from? I'll go with, I'll go with Pat Murray. Sure. No way you went with <laughs> Matt on. Murray. I'd, I'd rather. I think if I had to choose, Samsonov would be my bounce back. Yeah. Really? What's he bouncing back from? Mediocrity. <sighs> <That's>... <laughs> he hasn't been that good it, in his you, NHL okay, career. Do you think Matt Murray's going to bounce back, or do you hope that? I know you hope he's going to bounce yeah. back. But do you? Gen- I am very, very intrigued. I, I think bounce back. I don't think it's hard to bounce back in terms of like what he's been the past two seasons or past three seasons, actually, because it's two seasons of a decent body of work of games played with some injuries sprinkled in there. And then last year it was very, very up and down with major injuries sprinkled in. So I think if the health is able to stay there, he's improved his technique a little bit, which you saw in those 10 games. And then well, minus the last two. Yeah. Minus the last two. Oof. Yeah, that eight goal game really uh, shell shocked the stats there. But I'll, I'll give Matt Murray my vote of confidence. Why I, not? I have right. a I have a follow up, and I want this tracked. What do you think Matt Murray's save percentage is going to be, and what constitutes a bounce back? What would his save percentage have to oh, be? Oh, for me, bounce back. It's it's not very high. I think thirty five games played because I'm still scared of the injuries. Thirty thirty seven games played over thirty seven. Save percentage over uh, 915. Okay, I, I would also consider that a bounce back. I'll give you that. That's fair. I'm not saying he's 920. Are you, wins projecting, the are you projecting that or are you hoping? Hoping for that. No, that's a hope. You, okay, can't, okay. you cannot project that. Okay. The projection is like 900. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I'll give him 950. <sighs> okay, I hope so. That's a big hope. Because I, I don't know what's going to happen if we're 10 games in and like he's like got an 885 and the Leafs are... I've seen some things in his game where I'm like... What slow. if the Leafs are like 2, 5, and 3 and Matt Murray's got like an 885 and Samsonov's won the only two games? Like, Oh, then, no. It's, I don't think they're giving the job to Matt Murray. You can't. You you got s assets to accept, but I'm just saying, time. is that a scenario? That's like a nightmare scenario, where maybe like the coach is gone. I don't yeah. know. Samsonov is also. I will give you that. Samsonov is also someone 
I, I said the quote from Kevin Woodley, like improved some technique, technical things in his games did have a nine seventeen against Florida, but I didn't love some of those goals that went in. Um, I mean, has had some mental gaffes, I would call it in the past, but in terms of the physical raw skill there, like, no, he's not going to project to be Shesterkin like he was back in the day, but I really like the lateral uh, butterfly slide. I like how upright he stays in it. He's decently quick, I would say, but he's got to work on not challenging too too far out and just the some of his reads as well. And yeah, but he he is also a balance. We got yeah. two bounce back candidates, so. Yeah, I hopefully one of them. doesn't tell you a yeah. very good thing about the goaltending situation. All right. I'll tell you that. Jason, let's hear yours. Uh, I'm going to go with Mackenzie Blackwood. That was not okay. mine either. I'm um, shocked that none of you guys said this guy. It's like, go ahead. Sorry. It's Carter Hart. That's who no, yours is. Not even Whoa. close. I, okay. Just go ahead. I like Blackwood, right. too. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, Blackwood coming oh, off. That of is a very good one. 892 save percentage. Long way I have his expected It numbers. was debated. Just, is he going to be on the Canadian nah, my, Olympic honestly, team? mine's better. Sorry. Mine's better. Um, but yeah, Mackenzie Blackwood really struggled this year. better. 12.7 goals saved above expected. My, sorry, minus 12.7 save, goals saved above expected. Led a lot of goals this year. Played on a pretty not great uh, New Jersey team. I just expect that uh, entire team as a whole to be like a bounce back team, right? Um, struggled with injuries the past two years. He was one at one time a 9.15, 9.18 goalie. Um, I think he's uh, he has good stuff. He has the draft pedigree. Right, like I don't, I don't, I don't know much deep into his game, but I, I do know that I thought he was a good goalie when he played two years ago for New Jersey. Put up 40, 47 games played. Joe has shown, has shown his, some potential yeah, in the past. I mean, to be like a, a one, like, right? If you want to watch a game, watch his game against Boston. I think it was in the COVID season where I think he shut them out. Like made an incredible toe save on the goal line. Like this guy has shown tools to be a number one, but mm-hmm. last year just fell off the rails. Yeah. I think I know who Josh is. He's the worst player yeah. in the NHL this year. Yeah. Philip Grubauer. Grubauer. Yeah. That's Grubauer. The, he was third in Vesna voting the year before. And he was the worst player in the NHL the year after. And after this wasn't signed. like uh oh well Colorado has better defense than Seattle. No, no he was legitimately he, terrible. Like, just straight up terrible. He just let in all everything. He in his career, what, I think it takes fifteen games to qualify for, I don't know how many games, ten games to qualify for this stat, but He's never had a negative goal save above expected in any individual season. It's always been positive. This year, a court, like it was like, I don't know what it was insane. Someone maybe pull it up for me. Negative 25, never 20. I don't know what it was. Have it right here. Yeah, Sorry. He was the worst goal in the league by a long shot. His goal saved above average was negative 26.4. And his counterpart, Chris Dreger, who will not be playing this year, his goal saved above average was minus 5.9. He was legitimately terrible. He got a fat contract. Mm-hmm. Per, per 60, goal saved above expected. He was fifth worst in the league behind Mrazic, Lankanen, Gillies, Fuck. and Corpus Allo. So Okay, yeah. And those guys, those guys might have played the same amount of games combined as he played. Like 55 games of that number yeah. is hard to do. It's impo- it's, yeah. It's really hard to do. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if he doesn't bounce back, that's I would be floored. I think he'll have a solid year this year. I think Seattle might be a sneaky, annoying Bounce team. team yeah. Like they got some mm-hmm. good little they, pieces there. They improve this year for they sure. Definitely improve. And like, and like, I think the, as long as the goaltending improves, it's hard not to improve from that. But I then agree. again, they have Martin Jones and like who knows if Grubauer can bounce back. But I like I like that pick. Martin I had, Jones is whatever. I, I had Grubauer on my list. Yeah, that's a good one. Any others? 
I had one other one. I have another one. Do you want to you wanna just it? out of like disrespect? It's Jordan Bennington. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Mrazic. I honestly have. I had Mrazic. Here's why not Mrazic? Because they're they're sabotaging him. They want him to be terrible. Oh, a hundred percent. But oh, yeah. you, but you know you just know that he's gonna be good because of that. Like not great. I'm not gonna say he's gonna be amazing, but like. Again, I still think I, there's this weird feeling inside of me just to spite the lease. He's somehow going to get dealt at the trade deadline for like uh, an asset. Just to spite the lease. Not, not to spite the lease. <laughs> I mean like the, the universe spiting the lease. That's what yeah, I'm, that's, thinking. That's that's what what I'm talking was, about. Um, I was thinking that as well. Yeah. Like just, just that's the, just the way it works. I had Matt Murray slash Mirazik as one of my, as like my bounce back. You guys don't list. believe Matt Murray's going to be. No, You're just hoping. That's, like, that's hopium. That's full on hopium. That's like, get me that gas tank and. Fill me up with that opium. But any other names? I have a- 940 save percentage in a 10-game stretch this year. Who? Raz, uh, Murray. Oh, okay. Now we're all Matt Murray guys. If you extrapolate that over an 82-game season. God, I hate that no. trade. Um, but whatever. anyways, whatever. Regardless of Matt Murray, any other names? I have Alex Georgiev as a kind of a bounce back. He was uh, the backup last year. He still played 30 games. Um, but He's probably the backup again. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Or one, Frankie one A, 1B. Uh, I think Cal Peterson could probably do a little, stand That's to do a, really a little bit one. better. They gave him money. They did. Yep. They gave him a good amount of money after not a big sample size. And he put up an 895 this year, which is just a total stinker. The problem with goalies is they don't even make sense anyway. So it's almost like anyone who was bad last year might just be, be good, good this year. year. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on the mentals. Depends on what's going on. They have, yeah. It's just. Maybe they you develop a, a, a food intolerance. Throws off your entire game. <sighs> Throws off your entire year. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. Maybe the weather in Seattle isn't as nice as the weather in Colorado. That threw off Grubauer or something. Hmm. That's maybe. a good one. I like that. Very similar weather. Very close together, those two. <laughs> but the altitude. You're not thinking about altitude, though. So he got worse in the better altitude where he could breathe better. Yeah, too much oxygen. <laughs> yeah, it goes straight to the head. Even though on the road, he's still letting He's going from goals. one Pacific Northwest city to another, but the weather is <laughs> killing him. Uh, maybe. Maybe he had a kid. I don't know. Just, uh, just, I'm just saying things at this point. But in terms of goaltenders, one to watch out for, like really just watch – because I couldn't put him on bounce back. I really wanted to. But what's he bouncing back to is Charlie Lindgren. I think the Caps see something there to give a guy that was an AHL goalie last year three years. But he was an exceptional AHL goalie last year. But then now you got to look at Devils. At, okay, but he was 29. Yeah, that's so a good break. I think there's out. been some changes into his game. There was another guy, Kevin Woodley. He, he pointed him out, and I'm like... Hell of a mustache, too. Oh, yeah. That's a breakout guy, though, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Okay, so. But that's a good... I like, I like... We've brought him up a couple times. Now I'm really interested in following how he plays. Mm-hmm. Because they gave the big money to one guy, but, like, to give an AHL goaltender three-year term after not a lot of NHL years, it's like, what's going on there? Yeah. yeah. What about... Uh, that's a... Robin Leonard, maybe? Yeah, injuries scare Injury. me. But it was, wasn't he still good, regardless? Like not good. He's, he is started off the year last year awesome, and Vegas was terrible, and then it tapered off, and then injuries yeah. took their toll. Nine oh seven is think. still decent, I would say, especially with how bad they were. Here's but. one that like not a bounce back because he wasn't bad, but maybe like a shove it to your old team. What about Cam Talbot now? 
Oh, mm-hmm. playing with a little fire, right? Because like he he was solid, but I would say solid but unspectacular. Mm-hmm. Played terrible in the playoff game that kind of threw it into the fire there. But that's a tough and then position the to be one in. I'm surprised we didn't mention is John Gibson because eventually he's gonna. Yeah, I just don't back. don't know if he's in the the best situation to we bounce just back. Totally trashed. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah, so it's like, possible. But he could also. He seems like the type of guy where it's like, what is this team in front of me? And either he gets like super mad about it and like Jordan mentalities his way to like a Vesna, or like he's just I don't care. I think it's going to be the either liar. Jordan's it or he Ben Simmons in. There's yeah. no in between. Like. <laughs> Great references on this podcast. <laughs> Leaves the group chat and says no thanks. <laughs> Not dealing with this. Uh, I think Nedeljkovic could have been one to target, but it's uh, weird I'll that they signed Huso yeah. though. That means yeah. like that. Now we're wondering playing time. I'll see it when I believe. Maybe that was time. an example of throwing him right into like the sixty game number. Mm-hmm. Maybe too soon, right? Maybe he was. It would have been better if they had the Jamie McLennan one A one B to help him out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where did, did Thomas Grice sign anywhere? Yeah, he did. I forget where. He signed somewhere. It's not showing up on. Cal- uh, no, not blues. Cal- blues. Yeah, blues. I think oh. so. Yeah, yeah. Looks like the blues. Yeah. So that could be another candidate, but like I'm just listing off guys that have had good years that mm-hmm. didn't have a good year. I mean, yeah. It, the age is getting up there with them, but a new, a new system, more of a playoff team, right? Less of a a responsibility, probably less mentoring because like. He's with Bennington now. He was with Nedeljkovic before. So, yeah, you know, we'll, that, that'll be something to watch there with that one. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got, too. I just got really sad because I kind of, like, forgot about the least goaltending situation for a bit. And then I remember it again. But You said he was a bounce back guy. Nah, of course. But, like. It's a Hopian bounce back. He's my, not a, he's my bounce back guy. You guys are funny. Yeah. He's my bounce back guy. If you were to ask me to grade that trade, though, oof. 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 Not thanks, but. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, any other bounce back guys that came into your mind during, like, that we missed, like, forwards or Ds or goalies? Is, is Tyler Sagan considered a bounce back guy just because of how, like, awful he was last year? <laughs> he doesn't have legs anymore. He's 30, 31, so but I would I if I had to guess no, but hopefully cuz he's like a Well, he just because he was so incredibly not good. What he was that bad? Well, like if he, his war, like Dom posted a picture of his war percentile and it was like a the behemoth. Well, yeah, he he, well, he was like his last before. real healthy pre-COVID year, he was a top 20, 25 player, yeah. I think most people mm-hmm. would say. And then, like, it's injuries, just injuries, hip, have like really major surgeries. He's just yeah. got to play a different style of hockey now. Yeah, he really does. Like, because I think, you know, skating, scoring off the rush was a significant part of his game. With his, with his, like, uh, he shoots the puck pretty well, gets a lot mm-hmm. of shots off. I think it gets harder as you're feet go, the mind goes, the hands go as well, and it gets harder to produce that you know high volume shooting offense mm-hmm. that he used to do. So. Yeah, who knows? I, I hope him and Ben, like those guys, if if Dallas didn't have those contracts, what they could do and the team they could put together oh, would be pretty good, fairly impressive. But I, I still like their team. I like adding Mason Marchment. That top line's really nice. good. But maybe you put Sagan, Ben, and Marchment. It's more of a physical line, 
right? And off the rush line, you change it up. Yeah. So I don't hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Sagan's not afraid to shy away physically. No, absolutely not. I didn't even realize that. But Ben, Ben as well. Oh, right? I know that. Yeah. And but, Marchie. I mean, you're paying Ben and Sagan a combined what? 17, 18, 20. Yeah. Something yeah. Million 18, dollars. 18, 18. Yeah. 19. And yeah. it's your checking line now. Oof. First. Oh my gosh. Whoops. Three years <laughs> for Ben and five years for Sagan. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to stop saying the I word and maybe just start doing an Owen Wilson wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I think that's... Yeah, I think that wraps it up. Yeah. That just about wraps it up. I mean, could you say David Pasternak? I don't know. That's yeah, not a bad you know what? I, I kind well, of... I, I, you know, if he plays 82 games, he might have 50 goals. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so... Yeah, that's Yeah, that's he has 40 goals, well. 72 games. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh. Okay. I liked it. I thought we put together two good teams. So to recap, I had Eichel, Chitrin, Blackwood. Josh yeah. had Konechny, Petrie, Grubauer. More under the radar team. I think better picks. And then Besser, Hamilton, Murray. I think, Joe, you would have won, but the last pick. I if think. you pick Grubauer, that yeah, would you would have won. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I want to be wrong about that, though. I got to pick at least one leaf. Yeah, I like that. I'll uh, stick to that one. But Sounds good. Hey, who knows? All right. I think that just about wraps it up. Um, I doubt there will anything outside of Nazem Kadri news. I'm doubting will occur until next episode. Why would you say that? Why did you put that in the universe? Because it will. There's nothing's going to happen. We're in the no, dog. No, I'm saying now, now Kadri's going to happen. Kadri will happen. Yeah, good. Yeah. I mean... What can you say? He's going to the Islanders. Eight, the Islanders. eight million for like five years. Nine million for five years. I'd be like shocked that. if it was other, uh, otherwise. Was yeah. that a real tweet talking about he wants nine? I saw probably. That, like, Why wouldn't he want nine? I think I he w- wanted. I 10. want nine. I think he wanted eleven. Well, I wasn't sure if it's one of those tweets that where it's like, I'm not going to insert the name, but oh, rumor has it that the Leafs are have a trade for Kerfoot, and it's this. This is the return that they are looking for. Who Ackland? That, that fake? No, there's like there's that account that always the the uh, per source. Per source. Me? Sure. No, not you. Oh. Anyways. I don't want to give him credit. Anyways. Okay. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Go, let's go.